where we talk about everything from pop culture to politics. Hi, I'm Alejandro and today I'm really sweaty because it's 32 degrees and I can't handle the heat. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alma and I'm a podcast enthusiast. <laughs> so this is our very first episode recording the podcast mm -hmm. and it's we're really excited. We've been talking about it for like a bunch of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and Alma actually, she showed me a meme that says... If you're such good friends, why don't you have a podcast together? Very true. <laughs> so now we have this, which is the law-abiding proof that we're friends, no one can say otherwise, and it's just like the best project ever. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, our first segment is the vibe of the week. What is your? What have you been vibing with? My vibe of the week has been, actually, I've been vibing with a friend of mine because... On Saturday, I might had a little too much wine, and then I just FaceTime a friend, and she was like, oh, she was planning on going to LA to study filmmaking, because she's a filmmaker. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. It makes total sense. And then, like, something clicked in my head, and be like, why don't you go to LA as well? So I've been, now, for like the past couple of days, I've been thinking of going to LA, and I think today I... I I'm verbalizing it, so I'm going to make it true. I will move Manifest to... Manifest Yeah, I'm manifesting mm -hmm. it. So I will go to LA. I'm planning. I'm applying for jobs. And after graduation, I don't know. Like, anything can happen. And, like, LA is not such bad of a city. It's just that the avocado sauce might be a little too expensive. You can make your own. Yeah, but you can make your own. Exactly. <laughs> what well, have you been vibing this week? Um, I think my vibe of the week is actually, it happened today, I was um, on Instagram and saw that a friend of mine who I did my volunteer service with on the other side of the country had a picture that was captioned something about like in my room in Dresden and I was like, wait, are you in Dresden? <laughs> I like texted her and I was like, wait, are you here? And she was like, yeah. Why? Are you in Dresden? I was like, yeah, I've been here for the past two years. <laughs> oh my god, it's a reunion. And then she was like, oh cool, like I'm doing an internship until the end of August, blah blah blah. So thankfully I texted her now. Oh, and I was like, oh cool, where do you do it? It's literally like down the street. It's no like way. at the corner over there. No like, way. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've just been like, how? <laughs> I mean... The world is so small it sometimes. Is, it is ridiculous. Like, I've moved across the entire country. The mm -hmm. farthest I could go. And I meet people from home all the time. And I don't know how or why. <laughs> Maybe it's... Uh, like, you know how energy attracts itself? Yeah. So if you portray, like, good vibes and good energy, you attract that good energy. Yeah. Like I'm a, I feel like I'm a little witchy, so maybe that's that that's could be. It. So, on the name of the podcast, there is chocolate. Yes. So, we are gonna eat our favorite chocolates. Yes, this week it's the favorite chocolates. Mine is um, Rittersport Marzipan, because it's um, vegan and it has marzipan and it's great. <laughs> 
mine is really just like the classic good old M&M's. Also, like, look how cool this package is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is like literally how they want you to open it. It's great. What? <laughs> okay, so... For our listeners, we we live in Germany. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've been in the same city for, like, around two years. Yeah. Yes? And, like, you can have... You have to give it to the Germans. They know how to package things. So, they, like... You can reseal chocolate p- packages. And, like, mm-hmm. literally any package, you can reseal it. And for me, that's so life-changing. Because I come from a family that has, like... Oh, yeah. You get a package. You open it. You put it in a, to- in a Tupperware. I oh mean, yeah, we have Tupperware collections, but not because we need them, just because we want them. <laughs> no, ours like a necessity. The packages are horrible. Oh wow! So in Germany, the packages are very well thought out. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, like this. Yeah. Chocolate. Their like whole slogan is "Quadratisch praktisch gut," which means "square practical good," which is a very German I mean... way of like advertising. But it works. I think they just sell it here. Yeah. Try it. Oh, oh God. Okay. Wait. There's going to be a little, like, ASMR-ish. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> like, some people hate when people eat on podcasts. Mm-hmm. But I love it. I'm no, just, no, no, no. But I'm just like, I'm ha- like, we're hanging out. It's fine. All of you are hanging out with yeah. us right now. And, I, and, like, it's a little late in the day as well. I just had a pasta salad for lunch. So I'm mm-hmm. really hungry. <laughs> So the idea if with the things that we're eating, we're going to review it at the end. Of... Yes. So. Hope... But we got to eat it now. So you got to yeah. deal with us just like. Eating. Munching. Making like sounds. <laughs> we're going to be munching all the time while we talk. It's great. <laughs> High quality podcast. High quality. <laughs> Moving into our main topic. Mm-hmm. The main. The main thing of our podcast. What do you want to talk about, Alma? So, I thought for the first episode, we could talk about passion and passion projects, because this is very much a passion project for me, and I think for you too. Um, Oh, yeah. And, yeah, we're very excited about it, and I wanted to talk about that. (laughs) Why passion projects? Why passion? Um... So actually, the idea came when I was talking to my dad and he was like, oh, well, like, do you get money for doing the podcast? And I was like, no, it's just like for fun. (laughs) And then I realized like how little we do just because we want to, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about like things you like, things you're passionate about and how you should like do more passion projects like. It's not that expensive, like. True, unless like do it. (laughs) Unless your passion project is like I don't know, skydiving. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But like most things, you can like maybe buy something cheap or like don't have to buy anything, and then just like something that gets you going. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. True. Yeah. What for you are your main passion projects other than the podcast? Other than the podcast. I mean, I've been doing a lot of theater all my life, mm-hmm. which I guess is, like, passion projects. Like, protesting. <laughs> <laughs> is that a passion project? I mean, I am doing projects with people, like, political projects. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a passion. I mean, you're standing for what is right. It's, it's always good to be passionate, you know, about equality and civil, civil rights, human, human rights. rights. Yeah. You know, all that good stuff. 
all the basic things that everyone should get. Yeah. It's very good to, you know, want that everyone has this access to education, access to help. And if you're passionate about it, like, your passion is changing the world. Or I mean, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. What are you passionate about? I'm, I'm very passionate about art, but in the sense that I use art as like a form of escaping reality, mm-hmm. mostly. Because I have a job, not a job, like I, I'm yeah, a student. Kind of I, a job. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a job. I'm a biologist, so everything there is just so real. Like, mm. things are happening, there's a statistics to prove that things are happening. And it's kind of like, it drives you down. It's a little too realistic all mm-hmm. of the time. And, unfortunately, the environment makes you very skeptical. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, is this real? Is this research good? Which, okay, it's good to be critical about whatever work you're in, you always want to have good quality work. But then some people just lose the plot and just go like, oh yeah, is everything real? Is everything good? That's oh, kind of wow. like, oh my God. okay, wait, calm down. Let's look at painting. So it gets your mind off and in that moment, everything that's in the painting or if it's in the opera, in the ballet, whatever piece of art you're consuming, whether it's music, that, is be- that becomes so real and so impactful and that, for me, it changes, it changes who I am for, like, those brief, I don't know, three hours that the ballet is happening. I'm just so focused and involved in that, that mm-hmm. it kind of, like, it shields you from everything. That's so interesting. I feel like I have the opposite experience, where, mm. like, nothing in my studies is real. Everything is theory. Everything is interpretation. Everything is just, like... A bunch of people sitting in a room talking about, like, words. Which is great, but, like, it's not very, like, feet on the ground, real, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, my passion includes, like, being on the street, being with other people, talking about, like, real-life subjects. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Would you say that maybe your passion projects and the things that, you know, the things that you do for yourself mm. are not entirely what's in your job. Not saying that you can't work with your passion, but that you want something that is so different and alien from your job, your studies and everything to get your mind going to so you can think a different way. Um, I don't know, actually, because I study what I study because I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't if I didn't, because like you're not going to make any money in that field ever. Like, really, like, ever. Um, So, I'm just, like, passionate about that. And then I'm passionate about other things in my free time. Because I'm, like, I love interpreting things and, like, theorizing and talking to people about theories. But that doesn't change the world. Okay. You know, and I kind of, like... I want to feel like I make an impact to the world, even like a tiny little bit. So I guess that's my passion, passion project at the moment, at least. Okay. So you think that with age, your passion changes? Because I had the same, like, like, I'm not going to lie. When I was a teenager, I wasn't the most artistically savvy or artistically mm-hmm. involved. Although my parents, whenever we traveled, there's like 
we're going to museums, we're going to museums. And it gets to a point that's kind of like, oh yeah, this is a little repetitive. Mm -hmm. But then you see the importance of going to museums, appreciating art. So now whenever I go, yeah, I might check this cool museum about whatever if I feel like it because, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it changes actually. I mean, I... I was more artistically mm-hmm. involved when I was a teenager, I think. Um, I think it also depends on the people you surround yourself with. Because mm-hmm. at home, I was surrounded by people who were like doing theater and music. And therefore, I was like way more into theater and music. <laughs> and now I'm more surrounded by people who like do political work. So I do more political work because that's my peer group, you know, mm-hmm. and I want to, like, relate to my peers. Yeah. And all of those are things I'm passionate about anyways. The focus has just shifted. Okay. Yeah. Because you kind of, you are influenced and you influence your environment. Yeah. So, if you are in a group that's, like, very politically active, very aware of social differences and they want to make a change... Whether you like it or not, you will be influencing it. Yeah. It depends what will your focus be after those influences. Mm-hmm. If they'd be like, oh yeah, I want to be a part of this group. Or like, what are their views and everything. Yeah. Because I don't think that I have the best artistic environment around. I mean, you have some theater people. I have theater people. I have like, we met it because of theater. Yeah. There's a There's a lot of... Uh, Friends that I have that I met through theater. And some were, like, very, like, into theater. Yeah. Like, they know their shit. <laughs> so whenever you talk to them, it's kind of like, oh, it's a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. But then it's, it's not just because of the pandemic, but because everyone needs different lives. It's hard to see everyone and get mm-hmm. those influences as much as you want to. Mm-hmm. Or you try to make time on the weekends to talk to them. Sometimes... You just can't, and then you're kind of, like, stuck in this weird, kind of, like, I want to do something, but mm-hmm. pandemic, and <laughs> people are not going out. <laughs> Woo! Uh, love me a good pandemic. <laughs> oh, great. God. But, and what's the importance of having passion projects? Not just the, the activism or, like, you feeling better. What's the importance personally for you? Because I can say that, like, my fashion projects are mostly personal growth, mm-hmm. personal pleasure. Mm-hmm. That sounds a little dirty, but like... No, yeah. Yeah, it's like you do things... Like joy. Like joy, exactly. Mm-hmm. You do things because you like, and then they change your uh, mm-hmm. your life in a way. Because one of my passion, like, art forms, let's, mm-hmm. or like art products, let's mm-hmm. put it in a way, it's a video game called Life is Strange. I oh, love yeah. that thing. Yeah. The aesthetic is amazing. The story is amazing. The music is amazing. Mm-hmm. The whole experience, it's so life-changing. Mm-hmm. It's so inclusive. It has a gay story. <laughs> if you want to. So, because it's That's this, this kind of, like, choice. Love you can the do, gay shit. <laughs> we love the gay shit. So, like, you can choose whatever. And just the way... It tells the story and what the story is. Mm-hmm. Like, the game came out, like, five years ago, and I still talk about it. 
It's, That's cool. It's my screensaver. It's a poster on my wall. Yeah. I have a plant that I named it after a plant in the game. <laughs> okay, wow. That's very meta. <laughs> but it's just like, I love this. I love this so much. So I always like looking for an excuse to talk about it. We can do a whole episode on it. <laughs> if you want, like, it's fine. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's for me. Yeah. But. I mean, uh passions for me i mean i guess reading like if i read a really good book i recently reread panem and i annoyed everyone because i didn't stop talking about it because it's great mm -hmm. everyone reread panem it's fantastic like i promise you even if you have read it you forgot how good they are just read them they're great is it very applicable to today's society because it's kind of like in some ways <laughs> dystopian future teenagers taking action i mean yeah yeah that's mm -hmm. true but also it's about a war so we don't okay want, we don't want that Better. hopefully hopefully no we, we won't live through a war because no. the moral of the story is nobody wins war <laughs> you're gonna have ptsd forever <laughs> so maybe not um but yeah it's it's a great series like i really like it and even like if you're not a teenager anymore you can take so much away from it the writing is fantastic. I could rant for like half hour. We can make an episode just I about like. It's great. You Panem. gotta read them then. <laughs> yeah, I have like my only experience with Panem is the movies. I have them in English. Oh, okay. You I'm gotta gonna, read them. I gotta read them. I gotta read them. I'm just so horrible with books, although I love them. Mm. Sometimes I read. Okay, I had the worst experience with Moby Dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alma knows about it. I ranted so much about Moby Dick. Yeah. It's so bad. But, like, I love reading, like, books that tell, like, companion stories. Mm -hmm. And everyone says, like, oh, yeah, Moby Dick has this amazing human story about, like, chasing something. I read it. I couldn't. I feel like all of American literature is just, like, the American dream. Okay. And, like, I have... Like, this thing that I'm chasing, and then I don't get it, and then I die. See Gatsby. See Gatsby. I mean, spoiler alert, but that <laughs> book is, like, nearly 100 years old, so, like... If you don't know, like, it's yeah, your problem. Come on. But it's... Yeah. But you still... You read it, and, you, and you're like, oh, yeah, this brings me so much joy reading it. Really? I mean, I love Gatsby. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a little... It has a lot of problematic things to today's standards. The language, it's a little offensive to people of it, color. It reminded me too much of Werther, I think. Okay. Which I hated. Worst book in German literature. Don't touch it. It's horrible. Like, it is Goethe. And I'm sure that that's the only reason why it's considered, like, good literature. Because it's not. Okay, because it's, it's attached to it's a name. It's terrible. Okay. In my opinion. <laughs> If that you, is a hot take. Like, yeah. Germans are going to come at me. <laughs> if fine. you like the book, please, <laughs> just, like, give Alma all the shit, because I yeah. have never read it. <laughs> Send, like, hate messages, like, directed at me. It's fine. I don't have Twitter, though. You can't tweet at me. So. No. <laughs> but you can, they can slide into your DMs. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. No, that's, okay. 
Slide into the chat and chocolate DMs yeah, and yeah. be like, this is for Alma. <laughs> what, what's your opinion on bad German literature that is supposed to be good? Or like bad literature in general that yeah. is supposed to be good? We talk about like reading books because we like them and then they're bad. Yeah. And then you're just kind of like, oh yeah, but I still love reading. It doesn't change. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, one of the passion projects I've been doing is knitting. Okay. A blanket, which um, takes forever. It's great. I mean, you've been knitting it since, like, April, before I mean, that. I stopped for, like, two months, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's way too hard to be knitting, yeah, anyways. exactly. That's why I stopped. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we've been on a heat wave for what it feels like forever. The last, like, one and a half weeks. Yeah. Weeks, maybe. And it's just like, every day it hits 30, somehow. Over 30. Yeah. Yeah. Easy, easy. Like, today is, like, what, 32, 33? Yeah, something about... Something. So, it's it's impossible to do anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying it. Fair. I get a lot of energy from the heat. I love it. I also have to take naps regularly. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I'm awake, I'm, like, ready <laughs> to do shit. So, that's nice. <laughs> but the heat sometimes it fucks up your projects. Because if you want to go on a run... Oh, yeah. Like, you're gonna pass I out. Wanted, I wanted to, like, start running, and now mm-hmm. I have a good excuse to not to. It's great. <laughs> I wanted to go back into running, but then it's kind of like, no, if I run, I'll pass out. You gotta run at, like, four in the morning. That's passion. If you go run at four in the morning, you're passionate for, like, sports. Yeah, and it changes you, in a way. It makes you fit, maybe? It makes you tired, most of all. It, yeah, no, that's true. I mean, if you're passionate about running, tell us, what do you get? Because, okay, you feel good as after exercising and everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it's that personal growth is, like, beating your time and everything. Mm-hmm. But how can you run in the summer or, like... Run at night. Yeah, run, run at, at night. Run at, like, 11 p.m. before you go to bed. Maybe? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good idea. But I'm not that passionate about running. To... See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was passionate about running, I would, you know, get out of my pajamas and go running. But the moment that I put my... I'm very passionate about my pajamas. I'm not going to lie. The moment that I put them on, I'm not taking them off until the morning after. Yeah. And just like... But like, go running before you put them on. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a life hack. But, like, you gotta be passionate about it. And I'm yeah, not, sure. I'm really not passionate about exercise, so I'm just like, mm, yeah. No. <laughs> but sometimes, like, mm. okay, we don't have to be passionate about exercise mm. all of the time. It's good to, you know, do a little activity every now and then, go for a walk. I bike. You bike all the time. I walk a lot. Yeah. Like, I do, like, move. Everyone. <laughs> I just don't exercise. <laughs> but you, everyday exercise. Yeah, Kinda, but, I, yeah, yeah, but it's like you, not proper yeah. exercise, you know. Fair. But I move, you so move. I feel I feel okay with it. Also, I live in the third floor. That's enough exercise for me, honestly. Fair. <laughs> I work on the third floor, so I'm always Same. having to take the stairs. Same. So it's kind of like, by the end of the day, I look at my step counter. It's over like 10,000 or like 9,000. So it's like, okay, I don't need to go for a run. I've exercised. So I'm very passionate about like, not Met- doing things? Yeah, mm. procrastinating things. I'm very passionate about getting out of exercise. Okay. I love that. Theo hates me for it. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I, I'm very good at it too. I am very good. I, I always have something. But that's you, more important. We've been bouldering together. That's true. I mean, it. it I haven't done it since like March, but yeah. Fair. I mean, I, I have. But also Rona, so. Yeah, you know, true. It's better not to, I think. Yeah, no, because everyone's touching the same thing. Yeah. That's. I'm so gutted. Because I just got back into bouldering. Mm hmm. I was beginning to be not so bad. <laughs> and then Rona, and then pandemic, lockdown life. And then as well, I'll break my finger. That doesn't help at all. <laughs> but now, like, I just want to go back to normal. I'm very passionate about going back to normal. <laughs> okay, that's a good place to end, I think. Yeah. So let's <laughs> talk about the chocolate. Okay. How is the chocolate? Going for you. So, we're going to review the chocolate, which, for M&M's, like for me, mm. M&M's ha have this, uh, taste of childhood. Oh, okay. Because I remember, like, getting, like, you know, the old, like, cylinder package? Oh, yeah. That was seven, eight-year-old me, every time that I was on the supermarket with my parents, be like, buy me M&M's. Buy me M and M's mm -hmm. for whatever reason, and there were like so much, so other chocolates, and I was just so mm -hmm. like tunnel vision on M and M's. Mm -hmm. So they bring me like to this memory of me just annoying my parents and be like, "Buy me chocolate, <laughs> buy me chocolate," Love that. and then just open up that can and shooting it down. All of it. All of it. Oh wow! I did that like a couple of times, and then it's. I realized that's not the best way to eat chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> But now I like them because they're very practical. They don't mm -hmm. melt in the heat, which is like That's true. amazing. I don't That's know good, what yeah. I don't know what kind of engineering they do for that. I think it's the the sugar coating. Fair. Right? Because this isn't chocolate. The 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 color stuff. Right? Okay. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. So it's probably that. Mhm. Mm. Yeah. But the bad thing is, like, you don't realize how much you've eaten. That's true. Because they're so small. That's true. So then, like, two hours later, you just can't, you're just on the sugar rush. And your stomach is crying for, like, give me proper food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, oh, God, I hate myself. But then you can't, you can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like about... I the... gotta say, like, I haven't eaten, like, normal M&Ms mm -hmm. in, like, years. Really? I only ever... Eat the peanut ones. I mean, I don't buy M&M's. Mm -hmm. But, like, people in my life, if they buy M&M's, it's always the peanut ones. Which is, like, weird. Yeah. But, yeah. Nothing against the peanut ones. No, but... No. I don't know. It's uh, interesting. They're good for movies. That's like, you true. go on a That's date, true. you have your, your SO, you just... You crack open that, that bag of M&M's, everything's happy. Everything's sweet. Yeah, that's true. And but they're still. very sweet. I gotta yeah. say, they're very sweet. They're very sweet. So that's why you have to mix it with popcorn. So it balances, <laughs> it balances well, out. Popcorn is sweet. No, you get the salty one. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is where you can tell that Alma and I are from different continents. Because yeah. she eats sweet popcorn and only sweet popcorn on the cinema. Which for me is like... <laughs> Blasphemous. Like, salty pop, like, butter, salty popcorn is the way to go. 
Like you can have the sweet. I can see it. No, I, I like salted one. popcorn, but like if I go to the movies, I gotta get the sweet one. Are you joking? I mean, you can get like. I go for the mix. Oh okay, yeah. Because That's fun because you never know what. Yeah, they put happening. it. They put it in layers. It's it's the best. Yeah. What do you like about the hitter? Um. So I, I think I got into it when I was living like. <laughs> living eating plant-based mm-hmm. um and this is vegan just like by nature and it's not like advertised as fancy vegan chocolate so it's not that expensive which is great which right. is why i always <laughs> ate it um and i like it it's i love marzipan for some reason um i like dark chocolate it's not just sweet but like sweet enough I love it. It's, it's not overpowering in any yeah, way. You, you, you can taste both flavors. Yeah. I don't know if you can get it anywhere but Germany, but like... If, <laughs> there has to be like German stores and other places. <gasps> there has to be. Probably. What do they sell? Platwurst. Platwurst. Uh, Radle. Radle. They have to get... Beer, probably. Beer, yeah. Probably. They probably get like the German beer. Like... Yeah. I mean, the German beer. The, <laughs> they have to hush their knee. No, they won't. <laughs> Imagine that. I once had someone tell me that his favorite German beer is Heineken, which is Dutch. So. so also, I, it's bad, but also it's Dutch. Okay, we're going to end the podcast here because I can rant about <laughs> Heineken being a good beer. <laughs> We gotta get like an expert on it and have yeah. an episode about beer. <laughs> One episode we're gonna talk all about beer. Although Alma doesn't drink that much. I don't drink beer, but like I can be replaced by someone else, it's fine. I'll just <laughs> sit here and eat my chocolate and it's cool. Uh, we would like to thank Alma's brother, Photo, for making the amazing jingle that you have heard in the beginning. I gave him very unclear instructions. I was like, something happy with like an acoustic guitar <laughs> and he made this so like he's a fucking genius go follow him at skiddle which is s-k-i-d-d-l underscore um he has two bands he's doing a lot of music he's fantastic we love him friend of the pod amazing go follow him give him some love best name ever yeah best name ever <laughs> so my friend Anna she designed a uh, the artwork that you're going to see, there's uh, our header for Spotify, there's on Instagram as well, as um, all our platforms. Her Instagram is Anna underscore Picariello, P-I-C-A-R-I-E-L-L-O. She is an amazing filmmaker, she has amazing ideas, she is the coolest. She is actually the reason why I'm trying to move to LA. Woo! We're gonna try to live together, we don't know, we don't know. But, uh... Yeah, so we'd like to thank our friends of the pod. Yeah. We'd like to thank you for listening to the first episode. (laughs) Hopefully you'll come back for episode number two. Yeah, Uh, tell a friend about it. Go follow our Instagram account that Alejandro has set up so beautifully. Thank you. He's he's very good at Instagram. So all of what you see is his work. I'm very bad at it. I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Like in between like So do I, but I can't do it still. Like when you procrastinate on work, you just go on Instagram. No, yeah, that's what I do, but I'm still like not an artistic person. Fair. So it's at chats and chocolate. Shoot us a message if you have a topic or if you wanna Talk. I don't know. Convince me that Heineken is good and also 
in reality German, which I'm pretty sure it isn't, but like, if you know better, come tell us. I know it won a medal in Paris. Two medals in Paris. Oh my god. So that's why it's a good beer. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> send me all your hate if you love good. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> send us an email at chats at chocolate at gmail.com if you have any topics or anything that you heard here that you think it's worthy of an extra conversation. We're very engaged to, to people. It takes. We're very busy, so sometimes it takes a little while to read our emails, but we read our emails. We do. It's fine. So thank you so much for checking us out, and have a sweet day. Bye.